Hello and welcome to the Hunter's Hub, the video game podcast born of the Monster Hunter community. And once again, we are joined by Sasha. Welcome back. Thank you. I missed How my How are you guys? Friend. It's been a while. I yeah. missed my friend. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was telling Ace, I think uh, it's been over a month since we had all three of us. Because then before... Uh, before you you weren't around, Ace had to be gone at least once or twice. So, and then we had a couple episodes with just me and Ixie on a while back too. So it's it's. I think we had like one uh, episode with all of us since Ixie on, and then, yeah, it was. It's been a wa- it's been a wild ride in life for all of us. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Only glad for it to just be boring right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, welcome back, Sasha, and welcome, Ace, who we almost didn't have tonight. Uh, yes and no. I mean, cancel okay. the internet appointment. It seems to be or the technician appointment. It seems to be doing fine now. It was just like gotcha. monumentally slow last night. Um, was, yeah. at one point it was down to like 0.98 megabits per second when Ugh. I pay for speeds up to a gigabyte per second so that was a little bit not welcomed Fun. when we were yes. both working remotely yeah yeah I imagine when your job depends on that you cannot yeah you can't afford to have them yeah, I'd mess around. Either have to um, use time off, or I would have to clock out and go into the office. Or Andrea may have had to. So. Yeah. Which isn't fun because you guys got a young kid at the house to look at, as well as you know an older kid. Mm-hmm. But. Well, Jack's yeah. more independent, but he was out with his. Uh, grandmother had a play last night and so hmm. we didn't have that sort of backup at the time and then uh, it wasn't the Nutcracker was it because I hate that play No, it was. I've been uh, to the Nutcracker play like three times in my life because various people have wanted me to go with them I hate it every time uh, it was something uh, Joseph and the Technicolor or something I think Technicolor Dreamcoat? Yeah, I think so. That sounds right. Yeah, that's a religious one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I remember that being an aspect of it. And I was like, Meh. Yep. I'm sure there's good moments in it. Oh, I'm just saying that's, that's what I know it as. I'm not yeah. bashing it for being religious. I have no context other than I, I just know it is. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I sound like I don't like plays, I like plays. I just don't like the Nutcracker because it's just a fever dream vomit of a story. It's not even a story. It's just like, hey, there's this kooky dream we had. And I'm like, what? Like, none. Of, there's no plot? No. What? <laughs> like, everyone thinks the plot is like the Rat King kidnapping the 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 girl and the soldier saving him. No, that's like the first 15 minutes of the play. That's done. Mm-hmm. That's just one section. The rest of it is just 
nonsense with people dancing. And, and you know, it's why I don't like musicals in general. But when a musical, like a movie or a play, actually has a plot and it's decent as well as not feeling like music is random, then it's cool and I like it. Like La La Land, except for the very first song in La La Land. That's insane. But um, the rest of it kind of feels fine. I don't know. I, yeah, I think the you uh, triggered something in me with with saying a play during the holiday season because <laughs> the Nutcracker. I, I hate it. I think the last uh, play slash musical we saw was Hamilton, where they were uh, performing that Hamilton. That one's really long. We watched it on Disney Plus as like a family together, my grandmother one year, mm-hmm. and it's so long that I was just like I. I have never actually sat there, watched something actively and tuned out at the same time. I was like a zombie for like two and a half hours. I have no recollection of that thing whatsoever. I had no recollection of that thing five minutes after that thing. Like, <laughs> oh, I used to listen to I'm not the, saying it wasn't good. To the but, soundtrack at work. And my old uh, dealership. The, the songs are great. And I really like what, what's his name. I don't remember his name very well all the time. Manuel Branda. Yes, um, because I like Vivo, right? Vivo is such a great movie, and I love the music in it. And like, I was like, yeah, that's the guy from Alexander Hamilton. And I'm just like, but I don't remember any of that. Also <laughs> did Moana. Yes, yeah, he did. Yeah, good stuff. Oh. And then uh, Encanto. That one, I'm um, not as high on, but yes. You don't want to talk about Bruno? I still, you know, I, I, we, we've talked about this before. That song does not does not catch me. I don't know what it is. Like, everyone just is like, it's great. I'm just like, hmm. I like the, the, the strong girl song, the drip, drip, drip better. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. Pressure, I think is what it was called. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, so, Sasha, I have been waiting to tell you this on the show. Okay. Since you weren't here. Because Ace and I had a discussion about Call of Duty coming out, which has now come out. And <laughs> PlayStation and all sorts of things. And I was telling myself, because we've been he's been complaining about PlayStation and I've been agreeing with him. So what happened that week is I sold my PS five and I now have a series X. Wow. Wow. I mean, to the dark side. Yeah. Welcome to the dark side. Wow. Um, how does it feel? It's good. Um, (laughs) it was a little bit of a waste of money to do the switch, but also, I gained money because Charles and I did the math and as long as I play literally two AAA games with, with the full game pass is mm-hmm. cheaper than PlayStation now. Mm-hmm. If I replace buying two games, right? Cause I would have had to buy them on PlayStation. Yeah. It's cheaper than game pass. Yeah. Uh, cheaper on game. Did pass, you, sorry. Did you look at the uh, TikTok that I sent? earlier today i 
I started to, and then the kids did something, and I paused it, and I didn't go back to it. So, no. Uh, apparently, Sony slash PlayStation is now facing down a uh, multi-billion dollar lawsuit. Because oh, no. For the price increase, or no? For general pricing practices on their store. Uh, because they oh. don't allow third-party developers to sell directly on their store. They act as a middleman, and they have um higher marks markups so there is a class action lawsuit that is apparently being started over that well nintendo does that so nintendo you have to sell through like nintendo is a middleman on the Mm eShop, but they don't mark up third party stuff in fact they mark them down a lot of the time i thought because they were the ones that really on consoles i should say on consoles did the big indie push back in the shovel knight days so basically because the Wii U was failing and they needed developers and indie ones were the ones willing to do it. So here we are. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, Sasha, have you seen any of the stuff that has come out since uh, the PlayStation portal started coming out into the wild? No, uh, but uh... so there's a, it's been a lot fatal, fatal nail in the coffin that definitely seals it as a, never going to buy even if it's like a monumental discount uh the playstation portal does not have an internet browser meaning that you cannot go onto any like wi-fi that requires you to sign in to be able to try to remotely play or stream play. Mm-hmm. I think it's mainly, isn't it just a remote play console? I don't know. It sucks. Uh, yeah. So essentially, uh, you'd have to lug around your PS5, first of all, because of the range. Mm-hmm. Um, but on top of that, you couldn't use it in a hotel, period. Any hotel requires you to do one of those sign in things mm-hmm. to make sure that you're hitting their password. Um, so like it it's literally just for your house. Like there, there's no practical use for it outside of your house. Yeah, I think maybe. So then, what's the point? It, precisely. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think maybe maybe the only workaround is if you uh, set up your phone as a hotspot because like with my my Galaxy, I can sort of pass through the internet up north so that I can yeah. play on my Switch. So it's essentially like Wi-Fi sharing almost. I do have a password on that, but I wonder if it would maybe work if you uh, don't set a password. Also, but... setting up a hotspot can be expensive if you don't have a cap on it and that kind of thing, too. Mm-hmm. That can be very expensive for your bill. Yeah. Um. We have a cap on it for our company stuff. Well, I've had to use a hotspot because of various work things. Like we need, so like when we were at, uh, I'll say an unnamed government site that I'm not allowed to talk about. Um, we actually, and there's no internet allowed there. We had to Wi-Fi hotspot our phones to download an update to be able to run the software that they needed us to run. So, it's, it's like key code verification verification stuff that we had to do just to get the software running 
it's just like and and the the wi-fi hotspot was used up in literally like four minutes and we're like okay well i guess we got to take this thing off site download everything and then come back <laughs> is what ended up happening but like Hooray. we got one key down with the hotspot stuff like hotspot is not a great way to do it uh it's just not there um price wise yeah um also there's a lot of not black friday sales going on apparently i don't know if yeah you've seen that there have been a lot of clips that have been posted of people going to uh retailers and peeling back the black friday sales stickers and seeing that the price that they're on sale for is the same price as what it normally is oh oh no i have not seen that um well i I've, I've been in my my hovel with the kids all all weekend we did go to one sale but it was at the store that i know the guy and we just got like a 10 percent discount so yeah there was one store where it was like really stupidly egregious because like if you know about the nintendo switch and the joy cons you know yeah. the price uh i don't think it was specifically marked as a black friday but it was like a great low prices tag and it was 70 yeah. 79.99 which <laughs> is the price of joy con set yeah yeah and then like there are ones at like target and walmart where it's like oh this tv is marked down 80 dollars for 399 dollars and then they peel back the sticker and the normal tag is 399 dollars and it's just like what <laughs> guys the germans do do this right we can get it we can get it right like you're not allowed to do this in Germany. This this is outright illegal in Germany to lie in advertising like we do. Come on, it's not hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, god! It's a little bit weird too with Target because um, they have like their Black the Friday store. They have their Black Friday ones, but then the ones under it are just like normal style sales tags but it's the same sale. So oh, those okay. ones I'm like, so they're just selling it for the normal sale price that they would sell it for instead of the right. normal retail. Like, no wonder Black Friday has declined so much and we're not seeing videos of people stampeding each other and like fighting viciously for stuff. It's because the deals don't exist anymore. I mean, I think well, the stores knew online. all the stuff's been on a Black Friday sale for like two weeks. Yeah. Stores well, have had Black cases, Friday sales going. Like a month or two, I think, because I think I was seeing stuff uh, in like September, I want to say. Either that or very early October. Yeah. Um, I know I was seeing stuff Thanksgiving Day that was like... Black Friday early. It's like no, it's still Thanksgiving. Shut the hell up, Gog. I love you, but shut up. No. I got like Ripley some stuff. I want to say about two weeks ago. Um, 
they were putting dolls up at the store 50% off um I started getting emails about a week before Black Friday and then the minute midnight flipped over the emails turned to Cyber Monday nice wow and it's the exact same deals I mean prices I guess not really deals sure I, I will say the, the one surprising thing sales-wise that I have seen so far is Nintendo actually discounting Nintendo titles. Now, not their newest stuff, but on the eShop, they actually have discounted, like... Uh, so I wouldn't say Super Mario Wonder, but I think Odyssey is discounted mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like stuff you wouldn't normally see discounted from Nintendo. They actually have them discounted. I was like, holy cow. Like, uh, one, it isn't necessarily nintendo but like they hadn't discounted it yet to my knowledge was sparks of hope uh the mario versus rabid sparks of hope yeah um that had a pretty decent discount that i actually considered it i was like okay i might have to do that one um but of course the one game that i bought this week uh for myself was not discounted which was venba which we'll talk about later uh, that was the full fifteen dollars, which you know isn't a lot, but no discount. Um, I I didn't do hardly any Black Friday shopping at all. We literally what we did is we spent the girls' birthday money on a Black Friday sale. Uh, and Cece has decided that she is going to become a Pokemon plushie master, and has decided she's going to collect every Pokemon that exists as a plushie. Okay. Oh boy. Um. I mean. Yeah. There's just like a lot of Pokemon, so. Over six hundred. Yeah. So, I told her good luck with that. Um. But she did manage with her birthday money, um, to acquire three new ones. She got, um. Wooloo, Wooloo, the sheep. Um, which she calls Shep uh, because she's a Zoomer at heart. Uh, and um, she got Vaporeon and uh, Dratini. And she already has like three different Pikachus. Coridon? Car- Coridon? Yeah, Coridon, which is the Scarlet one. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet Legendary. Um, and all sorts of other ones. Uh well, Emery got herself a superstar. Tell you what, to make it really easy to shop for her now. Like, anytime you see a weird Pokemon plushie, you're like, ooh, yes, grab that. Get that Bronzong. Never going to see that again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Don't know. I don't want to make sure. But there is, like, where this started, there's, like, three or four she doesn't have at a gas station literally just the gas station has them and it's like my one of my usual stops dropping them off and picking them up it's like a good halfway point but also like one of the best gas station restrooms i've ever seen so i'm okay going (laughs) it's clean it's spacious yeah um but yeah there that's where she got the lulu so probably gonna look for some stuff there um 
funny story. The ex-wife was actually asking me for gift ideas for the girls. She's like, well, I want to get them a Switch game. You know, like, what do you think they like? I was like, well, I know what they like because I pay attention to them and listen to them. So here's a game they might like. I'd be telling her those Nintendo titles that don't ever get discounted. (laughs) 100% did. (laughs) I told her Mario Wonder. 100%. And and it wasn't even... Me being vindictive is just like, well, it's not one I'm getting for him, so here you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, so, uh, the Xbox. Uh, got the Xbox, right? I uh, had a little bit of problems with getting it set up, but I figured out it's because I actually had a faulty Ethernet cord. Um, Ace has already heard this, but... So, it turns out my PS5 part of the reason why it was slow on the internet is because I thought I was using an ethernet connection and I was not. Um, so yeah, got that figured out. Um, I have game pass ultimate now, uh, cause I paid whatever $50 for like three months. Mm-hmm. Um, which I had already paid because I didn't intend on getting ultimate until I had that conversation with Chance after I bought like core for a month, which was just ten dollars. Uh, but it upgraded my one month to also to ultimate, so I now have four months of ultimate when I had bought core for ten. And I was like, that seems like an unintended perk, but I'm not going to try to figure out because I have ultimate until it says until April now or something. I'm like, okay we're good um so that's been kind of cool um i played a lot of halo infinite with some people a couple times now um i will say i don't know sasha i know you didn't play a ton of halo but you played some uh ace i don't know how much you have played first person shooters in the time, am I alone in not liking the game mode called Capture the Flag? Is am I on an island for not liking Capture the Flag? I don't. I, mean, I that was not really my. I don't like Capture the Flag. I mean, I thank you. I had, someone else who doesn't like it. Yeah, not, I had not fun for me. with it on Renegade Squadron on PSP. I think okay. I played it on the Battlefront. To the original Battlefront 2 demo disc for Xbox, I think. So, so, so my friend Jared, actually the game store owner that's been playing with me, um, he was like, "It's classic. It's like the most classic PvP mode." I'm like, "Well, no, I think no, King of not. the Hill is if other than Deathmatch, but like, yeah, if we're talking like, about Halo. Wins that. If we're talking about Halo. It's King of the Hill." Halo, it's King of the Hill, and then um, in general, and he was saying just video games in general. It's like now that's deathmatch, yeah. dude. That's that's one thousand percent deathmatch. Like that was like vanilla. Like there were deathmatch games before there were yeah. average graphics. Yeah, like Goldeneye yeah. deathmatch. At least she's purring. Well, go upstairs and try to sleep. <laughs> podcast night. Bye bye. If you don't talk. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, so I was telling him just like I just I think it's team deathmatch. Like I, I I don't I don't think there's a way to argue that. And he's like, no, no, just capture the flag. Capture the flag is the best mode. And I'm like, this is. I need help. <laughs> like, like I don't I don't know how else to explain this. Like, but the part of the way my my reasoning is capture the flag is just a PvP. Entirely PvP escort quest. That's what it is. It's a glorified escort quest. Mm-hmm. And I think we as a community in all of gaming have said escort quests are the worst, right? Like, I think it's even worse than an escort quest because you can't do anything except hold the fucking flag. Like, that's it. And, right. And get and he, there. He was getting on me for not dropping the flag to, like, fight. And I was like, well... To be fair, it was me versus four people, and I thought just running was the option anyways. So <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, we so we've played Halo twice together with that. But I also have played uh so one of the updates uh from last week's episode is one of the I think it was best multiplayer game game that we hadn't really neither of us had played uh when we talked about it yesterday, but party animals. Um, it is fun. I will say that you play as these like rubbery, like just animals. You pick an animal. I was playing a duck last night. Um, so my friend who also has game pass was like, Hey, you know, let's play something. And I was like, sure. Yeah, we can do. And he's like, well, I have party animals downloaded. I was like, sure. Let's, let's do party animals. I have no, no idea. So like it's very hard to figure out the controls as far as like a like a funny silly like party game it's like the most complex controls that I've ever done. It's like you have to hold in the left trigger to run and the right trigger is something out a grab and so you're doing a lot of left trigger right trigger stuff but also pressing X to hit but Y to jump instead of A. So why is the top of the controller? It's like pressing triangle to jump instead of X for the PlayStation. Um, so like the top button is your jump. Uh, and then you have like a headbutt and a kick. And it's just like all this like fighting move complexity in this little party game where you're just trying to knock each other off. Um, so the, basically the gameplay is like uh, most of the time is you're on some sort of thing and you need to knock everyone else off. And you could do that by punching each other out and you're getting sort of knocked out. And then you can grab them and drag them off uh, before they wake up because eventually you will wake back up from getting knocked out, Um, which varies depending on how hard you were knocked out uh, from what attack or whatnot. You can drop kick though. That's super fun and risky. I have drop kicked myself off of a cliff several times. Um... It's just fun. It's just these goofy, floppy animals that just fight each other. It's a really fun party game, and we were just having fun, just laughing, playing against people online last night. Um, so is this the... We were doing... Because hmm? as you were describing it, this sounds a lot like Gang Beasts, which is a very similar yes, game. Is it the same dev? I don't know. I haven't played that one. Um... I don't, I, I, I do have one complaint. It doesn't have any local play. You only can play with other people online. 
um, which sucks because I thought the girls and I could play. It's actually why I had all the three controllers out. Um, but uh, can't get to play with, with other people on systems and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's hilarious. Um, I still wouldn't change my vote on best multiplayer game, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> which was for my pick Diablo four. <laughs> so, which is weird. Cause I don't know, Sasha, if you got to look at the nominations for game awards, but uh, Diablo four got nominated for multiplayer game, but not RPG. So that was a bit, what? that was a bit weird. Yeah. Starfield didn't get nominated for RPG either. I, mean, I think Starfield got one nomination. I think. Yeah. But you said you weren't super high on it. I've actually started it too. I've started it's, Starfield. It's a mile wide and an inch deep. So fair. Um, so yeah, party animals. It's, it's a fun party game. If you want to just play online with friends, I definitely suggest it. Um, and it is currently on game pass. If you have it, um, which I can now say about things like you guys do, because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I can actually participate. Um, uh, and I lost track of where I was going with this. Oh, it was about the Xbox stuff. So I also started playing uh, Outriders, which was like a small game by uh, the people who, believe it or not, did the uh, um, Bullet Storm game with the Duke of Switch edition that I really liked. Uh, I didn't know the Bullet Storm devs did this game. It's actually kind of fun. Um, but it just didn't do very well. Outriders. Uh, it's got an interesting story and stuff, but I've been playing that with some other people on Xbox. In, in fact, I have played more with other people on this Xbox just because people have been wanting to play various things than, than I have in the past, like since I've lived in this house, like I was talking to my buddy, Jared, um, this is like, we've played together, you know, we've known each other for five or so years now. We played games together three times before I had this Xbox, and we've played together four times since I've had this Xbox. Like, we beat our record in just having the Xbox. I'm like, wow. (laughs) Like, we both love Monster Hunter, but we only played together twice on... And that was on separate games, once on Rise and once on Iceborne. Like, so there's that aspect to it. Um, I will say I love that the controllers actually turn off when I'm watching something and save the battery. Because PlayStation 5 doesn't do that. You can turn your controller off. It It doesn't just go to sleep. You can turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when I'm watching YouTube and I need to skip stuff, like skip ads, I got to turn it back on. But then it, after a while, it will turn back off, which I love to save battery. PlayStation 5, I'd have to, like, switch controller every day. Like, not that I was watching or doing things all day on the PlayStation, but, like, it was an, 
it was enough. Just like me doing my normal stuff at night was enough to kill the controller so that I'd have to switch controllers the next day every time. And this one, um, the rechargeable that came with my blue one, I don't know if you can see it, that doesn't have a super long life. But, I mean, just the fact that the red one has double A's in it has been enough of a backup. Um, to... I mean, we picked up the uh, two-in-one bay that just hooks up to the USB on the front, and then it's a dual battery yes. pack from uh, Best Buy, and that one has worked just fine. Yeah, and, and that's what I intend on doing eventually. Um, just haven't got there yet. Because uh, they only came with one battery pack. Mm-hmm. So I bought the other controller. So now that I have three, because I've had this yellow one for PC gaming for the past year and a half. So I've, I've already had an Xbox controller. So now I have three to play with the girls if case I ever find a game they can play locally, which I have not yet, um, which is unfortunate. That's Lo- like, like my only complaint so far is like there's not a lot of local play. I think you can do Crash Team Racing and the Crash uh, bun- uh, the Battle Royale game that just came out. I think those are local multiplayer. And okay. I think you can only do split screen on it, but you know, all the Borderlands is local. Okay. Um, we'll look into the Borderlands stuff, but not yet. <laughs> <laughs> with the girls. Not yet. I don't think they'd be interested, first of all. Because, you know, I've played Diablo with them. That's way more violence and gore than anything else that I that I could think of. <laughs> um, oh, uh, and then another thing is, um, like I said, I started Starfield, but I played Dante's Inferno because it's on Game Pass. That's right. And I loved that game. That was really fun, so I beat that game in like three days. I was like, hey, I got to play Dante's Inferno again. I've been wanting to replay that, so I just did, because it's on Game Pass. Suddenly a child appears. Oh, I saw her creeping around. I did not. So that was (laughs) that was slightly more out of the blue for me. (laughs) She's being ominous. Um, but yeah, so sorry, I've been rambling on about getting an Xbox. Um, it's pretty good. I like it. Uh, it has every single app that my PS5 did and runs it better, which is a, just... It's okay. I feel like I... You know, it's all right. <laughs> You're here now. Yeah. I just... We, we've been not wanting to say anything just, just to see how you would yeah. react. Because, like, it was a split-minute decision. Like, I decided that night while we were talking, I was like, what am I doing? Why am I still with PlayStation if we're complaining about it so much? So. I mean, they just keep giving reasons to. Yeah. And then also, I've also still been playing Call of Duty every once in a while. 
uh, played that with Jared as well. Uh, apparently, I understand now why everyone's kicking my ass in this game, and I didn't understand why until Jared explained it to me. Apparently, Modern Warfare 3 is actually just a bunch of Modern Warfare 2 maps, and Modern Warfare 2 is the one Call of Duty I didn't play. So, well, everyone else has this epic map knowledge that I do not have. So I'm still learning maps, and people are like, I grew up playing these maps. And I'm like, yeah, I did not. So I'm still learning things. Emery, go sit down. This has been all week. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, apparently the exact figure is $8 billion lawsuit for PlayStation overcharging customers. Fun. So fun. It's the uh, UK's Competition Appeal Tribunal. They ruled that PlayStation... Sony must face a lawsuit worth up to uh, 6.3 billion pounds, so roughly 7.9 billion USD for claims brought by Alex Neal, a consumer advocate who has worked on previous campaigns. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, apparently they charge uh, a 30% commission to developers and publishers um and then if i remember yeah. correctly in the video uh xbox is like 13 percent. so like they yeah. do it but it's not like a hefty amount yeah yeah i mean it's, it's not, a business uh, you have to you have to take some of it but it's not debilitating which is the problem right it's a business yeah. it's not like a it's not like a all me, I want all the stuff business where they make it uncooperative, right? Like they still want to cut, which makes sense because you're selling on their platform, but like also make it feasible for who's selling as well to make the game, right? Like they still need to make money on actually putting in the work to make the game to begin with. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <clears throat> so, um, another thing that I, that I have been playing, and I wanted to talk about this one specifically tonight, Venba. So Venba was one of the indie games, I think it was one of the debut indie game uh, nominations that we just sort of glossed over because we're just like... It was in that, no it was in that Games for Impact, and I think maybe yes. one other one as well. I think this is a Game Pass game, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um. So I yes. I ended on Switch. So I paid fifteen for it on Switch. Um. But I didn't know it was on Game Pass, and I wanted to get something on the Switch because the girls, one of them playing Roblox on the Xbox, and the other one playing on the PC. So that leaves me with the Switch. Um, so I was finding some things to do. Since I already beat Super Mario RPG as well. Um, which was so much easier. Um, the game, uh, 
I understand now, like, we, we kind of looked at a synopsis like, oh, it looks like a cooking game? Like, what is... How? So I didn't understand why it was up for games for Impact or, you know, Best Debut Indie or stuff. I was like, so we've had a lot of cooking games. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Well, it's, it's a lot about Indian culture. Um, and having played... and I finished it very quickly. Uh, I played it, like one session in an evening and then I finished it in the next session in the morning. Um, so it's a very short game. It does have some sort of branching stuff uh, with dialogue options, um, but you mostly play as Venba, who is the title character, who is the uh, woman in the title. Uh, you play as a, uh, a woman from India uh, who... I'm going to butcher these names. Uh, Venba is easy to say for me, but Pavalon Pavalon is her husband's name. It's like P-A-V-A-A-L-A-N, or I'm putting an A in a spot where it shouldn't be, and it should be in the other place. It's very... um, I'm sorry. It is not, uh, they actually address that. There's a lot of times where they're trying to, in the dialogue, sort of like, no, 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 it's this, it's this. Um, so the game starts out with you, Venba, being sick on the couch and not able to eat or, or anything. And, um, you had just immigrated from India to Canada with your husband, uh, and he's going to work, uh, and he says, Hey, did you go to the doctor or whatnot? And she's like, no, I haven't yet. Uh, I just feel really tired. You know, it's not a big deal. I'll sleep it off or whatever. Uh, and then he's like, well, I gotta go. I gotta get to work cause I'm going to be late. And she's like, well, I need to, you need to pack a lunch. Like you need to do a lunch. And then she, he's like, I don't, I don't have time. And she's like, literally it's five minutes for you to do this thing. Like go do this thing, make and whatever the dish is. I can't, Ibnini or something like, I don't know the names of the dishes. I'm sorry. I'm not going like, it's not something I'm familiar with, mm-hmm. but it's supposed to be something that's fairly simple to make. Um, I'll tell you this, uh, pizza rolls are far more simple. Whatever this was that I made in the beginning tutorial of the game, but here we are. Um, so the, Basically, you have a dialogue option to both sort of let him go or be like, no, I can't let you starve and I need to eat, so I need to do it. So, like, I basically picked some dialogue options that said that, like, hey, look, I'm going to make this because I need to eat something and I haven't eaten in a while and I'm going to make it for you, too. So you make this little, it's a very simple dish of, I will say this, there are cooking apparatuses that I have never seen in my life. Uh I don't do a lot of cooking, but I know these are not common in the United States. I have never seen anything like this. So it's like a rice cooker, but it has three plates that are like like muffin tins, right? And they're holes. So you put the water in the bottom of this essential rice cooker, then you put the tin on, and then you it's a, it's a rod that, that it goes on, and then there's a second layer of tin, and then a third layer and there's like little divots in it, kind of like a, you know, the cooking sheet for like cookies or muffins or whatever. And they all three rotate in, and the puzzle of the cooking was to figure out 
what way to rotate the various levels so that the steam rises up and cooks all three layers evenly. Um, and that was like challenge number one. Uh, and I was just like, oh, okay, so this is like a cooking puzzle game for me. Uh, who, for me, who is terrible at cooking in general. So like, I don't know a lot of things that are just basic uh, to cooking. But like, I kind of also worked in my favor because I'll, I don't understand a lot of these things that they were doing as basic to normal American cooking too. Like I recognized exactly like four ingredients and throughout the whole game. Um, one of them was salt. <laughs> uh, and I think there was bay leaves in one of, one of the recipes. Um, but like, you do these various recipes throughout like sort of like chapters in your life about being an immigrant. And really the, most of the story is told between the cooking stuff, but the cooking stuff is always for, you know, whatever special occasion. And then you remembering back to your mom teaching you how to do it in India or, and then it kind of flips it around where um, you move on and you start playing as Venba's son who sort of distanced himself from the culture because it was, he was embarrassed by it, but he sort of like, he realizes that he doesn't want to be distanced from his mother's culture. So that he like, he starts trying to relearn it. And so the, while the some of the challenge was, it was like, you know, you would think it's like, Oh, here's the exact instructions, how to do things. Well, the book got damaged in the move when you're playing as Venba. So, you're trying to like guess some of the things that aren't in the cookbook. Um, so you got to like sort of experiment and figure it out. And then when you get to the sun, the sun doesn't know how to read the particular writing of their dialect of Indian, which I think was called, uh, I don't know. Tenba, I think ten, ten, ten. I'm sorry. I wish I would have remembered the name of it. It starts with a T. It's some particular dialect. Timba. There you go. Timba. <laughs> You're supposed to be upstairs, kid. I can't. I know. <laughs> Any excuse, I know. Um, so then it kind of flips the script of like you're going through now your mother's fixed cookbook, but it's all in Indian and you can't understand it. So now you're just looking at the completed diagrams with all this writing that you can't understand and then doing some recipes and learning about some events in their life. Uh, it's very short, um, but very uh, poignant in that very short amount of time, uh, as well as just like some good insight into sort of their life. I don't think there was ever a point where uh, they had a comfortable living in Canada. Um it was always difficult. Um, there's this thing about her getting accepted as a teacher position. Uh, she applies for it through basically her whole life. And there's a point where that happens for her uh, finally. So they do like a big dinner to sort of celebrate. And of course, she's the one cooking. So it's it's a really interesting. Uh, the reason why it was and I understand why it was for Games for Impact is because it's it's a lot of learning about a culture through cooking and 
you know, their dishes and why they would make certain ones at certain times and sort of like learning a culture through the cuisine, which I, it's not something I normally connect with because I am terrible at cooking and I, the most complex thing I have done is chili and I understand that, that is not a very complex thing. You throw a bunch of stuff in a pot and let it boil. Like I'm, not the most complicated thing that, I, that that anyone could do in cooking. So, well, ideally you cook and season the meat first, so that it keeps a lot of the flavor in. If I wasn't vegan at the time when I did it, fair enough. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will say that uh, Impossible Burgers and Impossible Meat is pretty good. Um. Usually when we get uh, Burger King, I prefer that now over the actual, quote-unquote, actual burgers. And, like, we oftentimes get um, Impossible Patties for burgers at home. I really like the taste and the consistency of it. I prefer, like, I occasionally like a black bean burger. Mm -hmm. Occasionally I, I like that, but... Um, I've not been eating those a lot since I stopped doing the whole vegan thing. Uh, and trust me, I was not doing vegan to be like, oh, I'm going to better the earth kind of thing. It was literally just going along with what the ex-wife wanted me to do for a while. And then that ended. And then I ended the vegan stuff immediately. So. Oh, don't get me wrong. I still... I still get jerky and uh, sausage sticks and stuff like that a lot, and I still yeah. get uh, I still get those buffalo chicken tenders from Culver's. But just oh, I remember those. I've never even seen a Culver's, but I will know what those are, thanks to you. <laughs> Here, let me look it up. I gotta find which one up close. But while you're doing that, I think it was an amazing game for what little time it has to tell a story. Uh, and then it was kind of fun and interesting to learn how to cook, kind of cook uh, dishes. I don't think I'm going to be able to cook any Indian dish at all. I, even the things I did. Maybe the tutorial one. Maybe. But I have no idea what that dough was made out of in the beginning. No clue. I don't know if that was just flour and water or what. I... <laughs> All right, you got three in the uh, Columbus area. So next time you're up there, make a point to go to... Chance was there today. Uh-huh. I actually don't go up to Columbus too often. The only times I've been going up to Columbus is to see my friend Brian, who's like out of town to the east mm -hmm. um except when we went to go see the movies which um that was another thing sasha i wanted to talk to you about i saw the latest taika watiti film the next goal wins i've not seen that did you like it I liked it a lot. I mean, it's Taika Waititi. He's yeah. amazing. Um, 
Uh, it's it's about uh, American Samoa, which is I guess one of our provinces. I did not know that. Um, and their World Cup uh, qualification. It was a true story, uh, where they were like the last ranked team in soccer for a long time. Uh, and then they had a really just terrible blowout game where they lost 31 to zero. It was like the biggest loss in soccer world cup history for a qualifier, um, which did actually happen. And the goalie, but they don't say is that the goalie blocked 70 something shots and only let 30 something through. Uh, so that was an aspect of it. Uh, there was, and of course it's a comedy throughout too. Um, but, um, you have a very dramatic performance. There was a twist in it that I saw coming a mile away. Um, I won't give myself too much credit for, for that. Um, like I kind of figured it out pretty early on what was going on. Um, but I don't think it was meant to be like a ooh surprising twist to that extent. Just was a twist. Um, but they also had a, uh, and apparently this was a true to life person, uh, a person who was trans or in the process of trans, uh, transitioning from, male to female on the male team uh, during this time and sort of it delved into their struggles of like, if I stop doing what I'm doing for the transition, the t I perform better for the team, but at the expense of myself kind of thing. And then also a lot about accepting her for who she is and what she is on the team by the coach specifically. Um, there were some really interesting and, and cool lines uh, about that issue uh, within the team. Um, because the coach, you know, he sees transgender stuff. He's just like, I, you know, I don't care. This isn't – leave your issues at the door. I'm a no-nonsense guy where this is what we're going to do. Um, but, you know, when he asks about her – like what's what's the deal like what's going on here um because she looks very female uh very female at the point uh and he's like you're not on the team you're a girl like this is the men's team and no like and the guy you know the girl sorry girl plays it off as a joke like yeah of course i'm on the team you know i'm this person which is on the roster and he's like no you're not <laughs> there's like like some some prejudice there that they have to have to work through. And I think they work through it pretty well. There was a line in there where he asked one of the other team members, like, what was that about? Like, I don't understand, like not understanding partially just not understanding trans stuff, but also like, I guess that's actually part of a culture where they're at of like, they just, they have an actual name for people who are trans. And, um, they're like, yeah, they said something along the lines of um, they're what we call the, the flowers of American Samoa where they're the, you know, without them, we don't have, we're not as 
beautiful of an island. Like they're beautiful people and we adore them. And so mm-hmm. they're here. And it was just like, that's interesting that like, it was just so accepted in their culture already. Whereas, you know, someone from an outside culture was like, what, <laughs> what, is, what is going on here? I don't understand. Um, um, but yeah, it was really good, really good movie and had some really good points. Like most of Taika Watiti stuff that I've watched. So yeah, um, I'm probably going to end up getting that one. That one was fun. I liked it a lot. Good. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I don't know when I saw it. I know I saw it sometime since I've seen you, Sasha, because I wanted to tell you about it, but I don't know when. It's been a while. It's been a crazy couple weeks. <laughs> it has. So Starfield, um, how much Starfield have you played? Not a lot, I will say. Mm. Um, I basically confronted the pirate captain or whatever pirate leader that tried to take us out in this sort of tutorial area. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually talked myself out of the fight uh, instead of fighting him, which I thought was cool. Uh, But then I feel like I understand already what you're saying of like, it's really wide, but not very deep because the response to me succeeding in that was like, well, if I ever see you, I kill you, get out get out of here. And then they just acted like normal NPCs afterwards. And there wasn't anything about me getting out or they're just like, get out of my face. And then there was no follow up to that. And also, it didn't make any sense in the context of how I talked myself out of it. Yep. Because it was just like, okay, that feels like a big step backwards for this kind of game. But maybe I'm wrong because I don't play these as often as Sasha does. So I'll just keep going. (laughs) Maybe this is just normal. I mean, some of that part is like... I think that they're going to be limited with how much they can give, like with preloaded dialogue. But yeah, and there might be some implications to that decision if you choose to go the Crimson Fleet route. But I haven't explored that. Basically, my excuse for having him not fight me would end up because they they give you this big thing of like you got to do so many attempts. It's like a tit-for-tat conversation of trying to convince someone of something this time. Yeah, and persuasion is a is a different beast now. It's a very involved process. I, I yeah. And when the the line of dialogue that I basically ended up saying is like, I don't think you want to fight me because I literally killed everyone on my way to you. Uh and he was like, "No, you've got a point." we're probably not going to be able to win this fight. So then he ends it with a threat. And I'm just like, see, I, I also completed that speech challenge, but I did it a different way. Like I started with a threat, but ended with like a different type of dialogue. 
So yeah. his response to me made a little bit more sense. Sure. But even then, um, I think that there might be, because he's a named NPC. He's not just like Crimson Fleet Raider pirate or anything like that. So right. there, there might be something just knowing because it's a Bethesda game. Like that if you did the Crimson Fleet storyline, that that may benefit you. But I have not done the Crimson Fleet storyline. No, I, I do remember the character creation system being a little more robust than I thought it would was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, just on, like that felt kind of cool. Um, I made myself a hunter, uh, which was fun. So, cause like the monster hunter stuff, I was like, yeah, I'll totally make myself a hunter. That's, that's a, uh, that's a thing. I'm a street rat. <laughs> I remember seeing that. Yeah. Um, did you name yourself Aladdin? No, I, I, I named street myself rat. Sasha. Um, I picked street rat just because they're like starting, started from almost nothing and people take them for granted and that you get unique dialogue options for that. So mm-hmm. I picked empath as the other one. Yeah. I don't remember it, Like I literally played that one session and haven't gone back to it. Because then I started playing. I saw on the list Dante's Inferno, and I was like, "I'm playing this. I'm I'm playing Dante's Inferno." Um, like I thought it was really cool that there's just 360 games on there for me to play on the Game Pass. Like, yeah. I mean, I played I played it on PS3 back in the day because that's what I had. But like, I'm, well, I'll I'll play Dante's Inferno again, and I did, and I beat it on hard mode and did a holy build that I'd never done and uh, literally got everything, found all the secrets along the way and it did not take me long at all. I was like, wow, this game was so much simpler and easier than I remember it being, but also love it. You can play Andromeda. I can. I still have Andromeda. Uh, I didn't get rid of it because it was one of the PS4 titles. Um, But... Yeah, I could. Maybe. We'll see. I I have some other games that I'm still playing. Um, I haven't really found an an Xbox game. Sure. I haven't really found an Xbox game that I have been like, all right, I want to play and finish this. It's been a lot of me playing around with different things. So, like, I started Starfield. I've been playing things with other people. I haven't, like, super delved into Call of Duty since I got it. Um, I've played it a little bit on my own. To be honest, I've just been kind of derping around on my computer when I'm playing games on my own time. I'm not even finishing games on that. Like, I played more Slay the Spire, if you're familiar with that. Pan liked that game a lot. Yeah, my husband just, likes that. I don't, like, I've beaten the game before, but I actually slew the Spire for the second time ever. I was like, how did I do this? I wasn't even trying to go for a build. This was insane. Like, so I've been doing stuff like that where I'm just sort of like trying a bunch of different things, but not really sticking to anything. Um, I only finished Venba cause it was so short. Um, I was laser focused on super Mario RPG, 
because uh, I was like, super excited for that. But I also finished that also fairly quickly because the game, uh, the remake is much easier than the original game. Um, it's just the, the, the new mechanics just make it easier. Like it used to be, you know, you know I don't, I'm pretty sure you hadn't played that one, Super Mario RPG. No. It's just like a JRPG Final Fantasy thing. You just take turns attacking and the old one, you kill them all. You kill a Goomba, you kill a Koopa, and then it attacks you. And you got to kill like five of them, and there's just three of you, and you do your thing. But the new one, if you do a perfectly timed hit well, you're also hitting every other bad guy for a certain amount of damage. So there's some fights that, in comparison of new to old, it's like I will finish it in like one or two minutes in new. When it used to be like a six, seven minute fight in old, even though it was an easy fight. Um, Because it's just like the fact that you can do a bunch of damage. And they added in super moves that you can just do it like when you build up a bar for doing the timed hits, which was not a thing in the old game at all. There wasn't like a team attack move. And now I just press minus and do a team attack move that hits everything for like way more damage than any other thing I could do. Like even spending like the most amount of flower points to do the most ultimate attacks are like half of what these semi-regular team attacks do. (laughs) Like it's just easier. Like I would save up those attacks in the beginning. I was saving them up for like big fights. I was like, Oh, this is going to be a tough fight. And I saved it up and one shot a boss with one. And I was like, uh what huh this is like a fairly decent roadblock for me at times not like that i lose all the time but all i like oh man i gotta try that again or something nope one shot him and i was just like okay um now granted part of the being me because i don't like to grind and level up and stuff i just don't i would go into the end of the game too early and I'd had a very hard time fighting the last couple bosses last boss was a total breeze I didn't even really try (laughs) so like I love the game I think the new update is really cool and I appreciate it it's just way too easy and I was even playing on quote unquote classic difficulty that was supposed to be harder there's there's an easier difficulty and I'm like I don't know how you lose on the easier difficulty Unless you're just not good at pressing A when an exclamation part point pops up. That's another thing. They give you a visual representation when to press it too. That wasn't a thing in the old one. So like everything, everything is easier. Like literally everything. <laughs> so I finished that fairly quickly. Um, so yeah, I just, I haven't really, I don't know. I guess it's because how busy the holidays have been with, thanksgiving and everything that i'm just and i have the kids the whole time i'm just like yeah i'll just play slay the spire because if things change i just hit save and quit it runs saved and i go do something else let them play roblox or we play minecraft together or any other various thing that we'll do watch a movie together like we just watched the super mario brothers movie again today heard you have you heard peaches yet yeah, I've heard it. It's just not the same, though. You know, like yeah, 
seeing it on the big screen. Yeah, no, like I paid I... for. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh yeah. So I don't know. I I I don't know if I'm going to finish Starfield. To be honest, like, I mean, I, I don't know when I'm going to finish it either. I've put a good. I have more than 24 hours in the game. Like I have, I've put a ton of time into it already. I think I'm level 35 and I'm just teetering on this line of like, do I just keep playing the game and enjoying it? Or do I like push through to get to the new game plus where it's going to wipe out my money and wipe out my ship. And I've, I have a really good ship. And then I did this quest line and I unlocked this like really badass ship that I cannot pilot because I don't have a high enough piloting skill for it. And I'm just mm. like, I don't I don't want to go to New Game Plus before I can even pilot my ship that I'm not going to be able to get when I get New Game Plus. And I have like, I think I cracked 600,000 credits today. So... Like, I just don't, Yeah. I just don't want to get rid of all that. And I have some really, really cool kick-ass guns. I don't want to say goodbye. It, it feels like, and this is just an outsider's observation, right? Because, like, I've only dabbled my toe in, into this game. But it feels like they heard... Hey, I want more like like let's say ba- theoretical feedback from Skyrim. I don't know if this is a real thing, right? I want more things to do or more reason to pl- replay the game, right? And it sounds like they took that advice and took a left turn with it. I like, I don't know necessarily because like like I've said, I have tried to not read or watch like read anything about the game or watch anything about it because I want to experience it myself. So I'm trying to be as blind as possible, but just from what I have gathered in playing the main storyline is that it's a multiverse and this new game Mm -hmm. plus thing is very, feels very meta. I don't think it has anything to do with, uh, adding more, uh, content, content to the game. I think that it's you deliberately like choosing to go into a different timeline in the multiverse. Kind of what it feels like okay. is happening, and that you're this like you're you're acquiring these cosmic powers, um, which are basically like the like Skyrim, like the shouts in Skyrim. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah, I did run into an artifact already in the tutorial that we had to Yeah, and then what you learn is, like, the artifacts. When you gather enough of the artifacts, they start to uh, track these temples. And when you go to the temples, the temples are what unlock these powers. But the first time that you unlock a power, these celestial beings called the starborn which seem to be like um i don't i don't even know they're like specters and they have advanced technology beyond anything that we even have now in starfield 
and they show up and they're like you're messing with shit you don't understand um and i'm like yeah but pew pew goes my gun and yeah Mm -hmm. that's pretty much what's (laughs) going on with that right now (laughs) time cop the game yeah, but I think I that know. like you're gonna be the time cop. Like, like I think that's what New Game Plus is. That's kind of how it's lining itself up for me, the way that my brain's interpreting it anyway. But I don't sure. want to be time cop because I like my ship, and I'm really good at ship combat now because I have a really badass ship, and I don't, I don't want to start over. <laughs> I. Uh... I did enjoy the the tutorial for the ship combat. It actually reminded me of very close to something like what it felt like in Rogue Squadron. Very, very fun on the, the dogfight end of, of the fighting the, the little fighter guys. Um, I enjoyed that part. Um, but I also told myself when I was playing it, like, this isn't most of the game. Most of the game I'm going to be on planet. No, so it kind of like no. You one hundred percent need to invest in piloting, targeting, shields, weapons. Um, okay. Like I don't, I I absolutely think that there's going to be unplayable parts of the game if you can't defend yourself in the sure. ship. I did like that part. Don't get me wrong. I just felt like this feels like a lot of effort into something that I don't feel like is going to be a big thing. Oh, no, it's but it is. It is because so like think about in Skyrim where like or just any kind of Elder Scrolls or Bethesda shit where if you fast travel somewhere, you're going there's a chance you're going to have a random encounter. And sometimes that random encounter is a fucking dragon. Um so what happens in Starfield is that random encounter when you jump ship systems, uh, jump systems is you get attacked by Crimson Fleet, you get attacked by Spacers, you get attacked, you're, you're getting attacked in ship combat, and your choice is to either fight or jump to another um, system. But gotcha. if you just expleted, like, if you just got rid of all of your fuel, you're not going to be able to jump out, or if they're targeting your um warp drive then you also can't warp out so you die so my advice for that is to just quick save before you jump into a new system every single time (laughs) right okay well we'll see if i if i get more into it i'm gonna be honest like i'm I'm not that my little toe dip into it i was like oh this is cool i think like i was more grabbed by uh what was what was the outer worlds than i was with this and i didn't finish outer worlds i outer worlds is so like the complexity of the way that you develop your character and the skill checks and the dialogue and the branch options and the factions that's what i wanted for starfield mm-hmm. but the like exploration is what i wanted for the outer worlds yes the outer worlds is so small it's so limited in its scope and it's like it pretends to be an open world game but it's linear no yeah yeah 
They definitely want you to go to certain areas and do certain yeah. things at certain times. And, yeah. like, there's, like, some exploration that you can do that is not, you know, required to finish the game. But it is not, it's not an open world game like Fallout or Elder yeah. Scrolls. Starfield is. But then the problem with Starfield is I think it's just, it's too, it's too open and procedurally generated so then there's the limitations you get to any number of abandoned facility and it's the same abandoned facility that you explored on any other random planet and there isn't any fun lore that you're finding because you explored terminals or the secret that you got because you looked through every nook and cranny like it's just it's so vanilla yeah. So yeah, I'm hoping that you know because it's going to be their next like title that they beat to death for the next ten years that they'll add to it with title updates and things. So it's uh, it's like Dragon Age two in that aspect. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no. That's not good. <laughs> um, but, like, I think that where it's a little bit better is that, like, where Dragon Age 2 had beach map, cave map, and building oh, map. I remember the cave map. Basement map, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's maybe, like, 15 different, you know, procedurally generated maps. And you don't have to explore them, like, f- seeing them and them just, like, being explored like discovered on your map is enough you don't it doesn't show up as like an unexplored or an um an incomplete task like it would in skyrim yeah i i I will say that uh the little exploration that i did do after leaving uh the crimson fleet guys i stayed on the planet because i was like this planet is only X amount of scanned or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I went around scanning plants and animals and stuff. And I did that for a while. And I was like, I don't want to do this. As yeah. much as I want to be a completionist brain. Like I just looked at that and I like, I was like, I'm going to get a hundred. No, no, I'm not. I'm just not. I think it took me so an that- hour to scan fully a hundred percent scan a planet. I mean, I'm nowhere near as far as you guys. Uh, I basically did the character creation and then did a little bit of the crystal mining. And then I was like, oh, there's there's my son calling me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I um, Mm. invested like immediately in stealth, uh, like stealing lock picking and pickpocketing and i stole a bunch of shit really early on in the game and bought a really 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 nice rifle from one of the vendors in new atlantis and it is still one of the best guns i have it was like twenty thousand credit i don't know what it's called because i renamed all my weapons Um, Right. Yep. 
Um, so there's a. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'm going to be finishing that one. To be honest, like I just, I got it, and then I saw it was. I, but that was before I knew I was going to get Game Pass. So I actually own it physically too, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm. You I'm know sure what else is on Game Pass though? That's like way better than Starfield is New Vegas. So I saw that. Yeah, I really saw that. <laughs> But I still actually own that on good old games, too. It's not like I don't have the ability to play it before then. I just haven't. Um, yeah, I'm probably... I don't know. Like, I'm probably not going to delve into anything even tomorrow. Um, but during the week, I may try to find something to delve into a little more. Um, however... I did for a little while play more Diablo 4 during this time, but like, yeah, I, I finished whatever I needed to finish, but there is new content coming out in December that I want to do. And that will probably carry me until season three. So like that might be why I'm not sticking to something. Cause I'm like, well, I've got Diablo stuff coming down the pipeline, but I mean, I have finished Mario RPG, Venba and some other things. So maybe it's just a, a matter of finding something that I'm actually wanting to play in that meantime i just i wasn't feeling the call of duty stuff because i normally wreck at call of duty but like i just don't because everyone is years ahead of me on that so i'm just like I, I feel so lost uh and getting killed all the time and i'm just i don't know um but one, once i was playing with someone who did know the maps my friend jared uh he was like i don't know what you were complaining about you were I was like 30 and 10 on one of the maps that we did together. And I was like, well, I mean, once I had someone actually telling me like, Hey, probably don't go over there. They're probably standing here. And I'm like, Oh, okay, sure. Like stuff. I would have taken me quite a few matches to sort of like figure out, like he was able to just tell right off the bat and he didn't do well at all, but <laughs> Once I had that map knowledge, I was able to do much better, but I, I haven't had a drive to play that on my own. I not really had a drive to play much, honestly. Um, like I said, I even started Stardew Valley over again because I was just like, yeah, maybe you want to try to get back into that. Um, one thing that I do want to at least try, and I don't know if you guys looked at the Discord, but Pan was really freaking out over Coromon. Have you guys saw that? I I saw what she was talking about, but I've not looked into the game. Um, so I, I looked into it. Uh, and, it, you know, being someone who does like Pokemon, but, you know, I'm not a huge fan of... Uh, I like the genre of, of the sort of, like whatever you want to call them beast battlers pokemon like games whatever but all of the ones that i have played that are not pokemon have been subpar at best um i tried nexamon i tried Temtem, temtem i tried a couple other ones that i was just like Monster Sanctuary was good, but it's a different kind of game. It's more like a Metroidvania with Pokemon elements, which was cool, and I really liked it, but 
it didn't have the robustness of like a Pokemon sort of like collect a monster thing. It was more like find your team of monster battlers and do things with them. Cormon, I looked into it a little bit with uh, Pan talking about it. Um, it looks like it could be really good. Um, so that might be something I, I, I look, I'm going to look into getting. Okay. Uh, I don't know how long it's on sale. Uh, no, I do. I'm looking right at it. Uh, two days and 20 hours. So essentially th- three days from now <laughs> the sale goes off. Um, so it's only 10 bucks right now. Um, so yeah, I might do something like that. Just sort of delve into something on the computer, you know, play Xbox with people at this point, because that's what I've been doing is playing Xbox with people and not PlayStation by myself. It feels like it's just weird. Um, it's weird how like I got the Xbox and then suddenly playing with people like it's been not an every night thing, but it's been multiple times a week. It's been enough that it's a noticeable difference extremely noticeable in comparison um yeah and, and it's a it's just i don't know I, I don't know what the what the deal is but yeah i, I do want to look into coromon um normally i do like to look into the game award stuff uh like and i already looked into two of them one of them on purpose one of them on an accident i didn't plan on playing party animals but it was on game pass so i downloaded it and Played it with a friend last night. Um, and I like that about game, game Pass because it does kind of feel like a Netflix for gaming. It's like, I want to try this. And, okay, that didn't work out. I'll just delete it or something. Which I haven't really done. But, like, I do occasionally just get on there and browse games now. It's like, oh, I can play this. I can play this. I could play this. Like, And that's kind of what happened with Dante. Like, oh, wait. You've got Dante's Inferno. I'm 100% watching that. You know, we're playing that like I do sometimes with Netflix. Like, whoa, 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 wait. Jim Carrey Grinch? Yeah, we're watching that right now. <laughs> have, you seen all the, have you seen all the videos of the uh, people that uh, dress up as the Grinch at like holiday things? And there's one I think that like Universal Studios are near whatever place it is where they have a guy who like is in like that full out that full costume with the makeup mm. and everything yeah i heard that that makeup was pretty rough to, to have so kudos to them if they can handle it mm-hmm. but yeah there's a bunch of people that will show up and they'll bring him onions or they get bring the character onions because that was part oh, of the no. thing in the movie. And he's like, he's he always he's always acting like he's excited because that's just oh, the okay. character. But it's it's pretty funny how people engage with that. Uh, I saw an interview with Jim Carrey once where he talked about that scene in particular, mm-hmm. uh, and he was like, "It was so nasty." I was like, "Yeah, I remember doing that." Because if you if you guys ever read the book Holes, mm-hmm. uh. 
they made onions sound like the most delicious thing ever. So like I got done reading that book and I asked my mom because I was like in middle school. I was like, mom, do we have any onions? She's like, yeah, why? I was like, oh, I just want to try one. And she is like, what are you talking about? So I go and peel it and just bite into it. And I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> now granted in well, the book, they were supposed to be like sweet onions. They were supposed to be like yellow. Even onions. Worse. Yes, that's even sweet worse. onions. And then uh, recently, I think it was like six months to a year ago. Um, the Theo, I think is his name. The guy who plays Hector Zeroni. Um, he talked about, okay. How- um, to create those onions, they actually were uh, peeled apples wrapped in like edible paper or something like that, or like rice paper or something like that. Uh, so they're made to yeah. look like onions with long stalks. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't actual. weren't actual. Onions, well, no, no. But like, this is when yeah. I read the book. Right, no, like this is when I read the book. The, this the is movie, in the movie too. I mean, the movie does show it, yeah, but like I didn't get that from the movie. I got that from the book. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's big about books. I didn't, I didn't tell you guys of this, but I've been listening to Jurassic Park, the original uh, Michael Crichton mm-hmm. book. Yeah, very good. I have it on Audible as well, and then I have the second one, I think as well, The Lost World. Yeah, it amazes me how much showed up in the movie mm-hmm. and how different the movie is still. Like, mm-hmm. it's like all the pieces are there, but in a different flavor. It's mm-hmm. so weird. Yeah, I mean, Alan Grant is like debatably more of a badass in that. <laughs> Because in the, how he, in the book or in the, the book? Have you got? I'm not there finished yet? with the book. Okay. I'm not finished. So literally, what has happened is, to my knowledge, in the book, um, do, Sasha, have you read the book? Or you do you care? For uh, you're you're good. Go for it. To my knowledge, in the book, T Rex got out of the pen. The kids died, and so did. Um, uh, What's his name? That's Nedry. What? No. Well, yeah, no. Nedry dies. I know that. Uh, uh, the mathematician. Oh, what's his oh, name? Ian Malcolm. Ian Malcolm. I'm pretty sure Ian Malcolm's dead, too. Uh, and then. I believe he's severely wounded. Gotcha. Uh, it could be right because in the movie he's wounded as well but like from what feels like happens in the book is a lot more scary than what happens in the movie like what happens in the movie is scary but like i think the kids are dead like i think there's like not a chance like based on i don't know Right, like they're, I could have just misinterpreted because Alan Grant doesn't have a good, clear shot of what happens. But it's not like, hey, they saved the kids with the fu- with the flyers. This is like, what just happened up there? And then the T Rex turns on them, and there's just like, oh no, oh that poor boy. And then also, it's very. I thought it was very weird that the girl is clearly older than the boy in the movie. 
but they flip the, in the book, the boy was older and the girl was younger, but they still had the same personalities and issues mm-hmm. like, like, or, or, or likes and well, and issues too. It feels like, but it's, it's just like, it's weird. It's just like so much is different. So much is different. And then at the same time, it's all the same facts. Like, <laughs> Like, um, and also the, cause I know what happens in lost world. They talk about the compies in lost world, uh, in, in Jurassic park Two, the movie, but that's like the very first inciting incident in Jurassic park. The book is the compies. Uh, and you're like, Oh, okay. That's different as well. And they talk a lot more about the stegosaurs and you don't hear about the stegosaurs in the first movie that's in lost world. Mm-hmm. So like, that even makes me question, so what the hell's in the Lost World book? Because, like, I'm seeing all this Lost World stuff in the first book. So, like, I, so yeah, I'm probably going to do both. Um, but as with me and usual audiobooks, it's going to take me a while because, well, I tend to play games instead of listening and watching things. So, <laughs> but hey, if I'm still on a, uh, uh, a kick with slay the spire. I might just listen to the book while playing slay the spire. So. Or Coramina. Well, if I get it in enough time, but yeah, sorry. I feel like I've been talking all night. I, I don't know. I've been pent up with the kids. I'm sorry. <laughs> so have you guys got time to play anything lately or. Uh, I mean, I've just been, I don't know, punishing myself, I guess, with Monster Hunter now. <laughs> oh, gotcha. So I'm still playing that and getting the uh, ass drops, as it were. Yeah, I, I haven't, still haven't touched it since we talked about it. So, Sasha, I don't remember how much you remember from our multiple discussions of Monster Hunter, but... A big thing of Monster Hunter, and especially for Fortuan, is breaking parts. Because breaking parts gets you better drops. And potentially gets you like the super rare drops for the monsters to be able to upgrade your weapons and armor. It yep. does not matter in Monster Hunter now. You could literally break every single part on the monster, and it's still just a roll of the dice, and more often than not, you're getting, like, the basic parts from the monsters. Yep. Go after the hardest content, still get the shit you got from level one. Like, nothing. Mm-hmm. And that really, really turned me off of playing it. One once I got through the quote unquote story, mm-hmm. and I was still just getting garbage parts even after doing the six stars. Like, um, I've eaten two or three of the six star great Jagras and got gotten great or large fanged wyvern gems or whatever they are. So I've gotten some cool drops, but I'm not at the point where I can even utilize them. So it's kind of Kind of like saving. I've never even later. seen a. I've never even seen a gem. 
Never even seen one. Rough. That's how. I stopped playing. Like, it's just not interesting anymore. Mm -hmm. It was at a point, but nope. Anymore, if I'm, like, in a situation where I don't have my Switch and I feel like playing a game, like, on my phone or something, I have a Brick Breaker game that has, like, 700 levels that I have not defeated. So... Let's get Candy Crush. I used to do Candy Crush. Actually, my dad used to do a lot of Candy Crush. <laughs> um, like, I remember asking him, I was like, how far did you get in Candy Crush? And he showed me. He's like level 900 something or whatever. And I'm like, what the crap, dad? I thought you didn't play games on your phone. He's like, yeah, just do it when I'm bored. I'm like, you're bored a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I'd, I'd have to double check, but um, my friend Mackenzie from high school, her mom is like super Candy Crush player. And yeah, I think the last time it was some really ridiculous number like that, maybe even over 900 or something. I don't remember exactly. But. Oh, it definitely goes. I've heard of it going into the multiple thousands for people mm -hmm. just just offhandedly someone saying that and I'm like what like I think I got to 200 when I was actively playing all the time like yeah and here we are thinking we're we've got crazy amounts of play with our monster hunter save files with the hundreds of hours of that I can't imagine how many hours people have sunk into Candy well, Crush now in multiple titles for me, Monster Hunter is multiple thousands. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's up there. I'm I'm not I'm not going to discount myself on the hours I put into both Iceborne and Sunbreak. But ooh, that is, I bet that's not as much as Dad put into Candy Crush. I, I think I'm with you there. Like, I, I don't know. And I was like, he was asking me one time, so have you beaten this level yet, Cham? Because he just he just thinks that I, since I play games, that I would just be further than him. And he knew I played Candy Crush a bit. Have you beat? And I'm, he, I'm looking at stuff, and I was like, I don't even know what that is. Like, I, you're doing mechanics here that I have never seen. Like, because they keep introducing stuff. I know they do. I just don't know what. But I, I, it's very rare for a cell phone game to hold my attention. Except for you, Hellfire the Summoning. May you rest in peace. <laughs> I loved that game. Then Nintendo killed it. Ooh. Anyways. Um, so with uh, holiday season coming up, to be, to be honest, like I think there's not a lot of games coming out where I felt like some other years, like there was like the holiday game that we were playing. And then like, this is like, this feels like after such a wonderful year of games, like this December is just like dead. Like, I don't, what is coming out in December that is even close to high profile. I can't even think. Here, let me do. A quick search. Because, like, the next thing that I know that I'm looking forward to 
is the Princess Peach game in April. <laughs> so it brought up 2020. I guess I need to be specific. <laughs> Gangs. December 2020. Gangs of Sherwood. Which I assume no. is like a Robin, Robin Hood, Hood game? Maybe. Yeah, no. The last Robin Hood game was ass and I hated it. Pixel Cafe. We actually did it. Rip World DX. Steam no, World no. Build. Dragon Quest Monsters. The Dark Prince. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. The Day okay, of the some Four, people, which I think is a zombie game. Some people are really into the Dragon Quest thing. Um, my friend Brian is. I am not. He's been looking. He's like, this is the game I've been looking forward to all year. I was like, it's not even close. It's Diablo 4 for me. And I'm still playing that. Okay, so yeah, it's kind of a dead December. Yep. <laughs> Outside of Dragon Quest, but for, for some people. Okay. Um, so have you guys started compiling your Game of the Year list stuff? Yeah. I think I just have dead space. <laughs> I say mine's yeah, mine's not as competitive as yours is. Uh, oh. Oh, I, I've been updating the list as as I go. I there are there are games that I was put, sinking time into and love and they're gone. That they're not even mentioned anymore. With uh Monster Hunter now is a dishonorable mention. You know what? I'm going to check. I think it's sitting as my dishonorable mention now, too. Nope, it is not. It should be, though. Now, a little bit of a preview. Uh, Armored Core 6 is what it was sitting currently for mine. For being the first game that I hated so much that I turned it in in over five years. But then I turned in a lot of games for a different reason than right after that. So it felt less genuine. Yeah, I might have to make a... Because a, a, I'm still playing Bolt Gun as well, just not as often. <coughs> that game is freaking long. Um... If I end up finishing it, that might go on the list too. So something else has got to go, and I this year is insane. It, it was insane for me. I know Sasha, you were looking forward to at least a few things this year with Starfield and yeah. I mean, that's pretty much been the only like game I've played since it came out. Mm-hmm. But. It's been a busier year for me for reading. I've read, I've read a lot this year. Well, maybe we can do that. Do a game one, and then just do like a movies and books one, just because. I was even a lot of other things that came out. I read a lot of really good books this year. Where like, I feel like how you feel with your games, where books that I loved, love, love probably won't even be in the top five anymore oh yeah yeah 
Um, oh, Dead Space and Tears of the Kingdom. There we go. I've got two, at least two on my list. Yeah, you you did play Tears of the Kingdom, yeah. Yeah, it's I it's kind of um this year was busy for me in a lot of ways. You know, I got a new house and had a lot of dealings with the kids because of the the ex and uh still going through a lawsuit for the thing that I don't own. <laughs> we got a new roommate um, and he doesn't pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> just screams and cries all the time <coughs> really good kid um there's just... moments and we're sort of starting to get into like the terrible twos territory um that's not a real thing it's not till there's was, three uh, he was uh yeah it's walking around slash holding a back scratcher and then he was like mm-hmm. knocking it on stuff so uh, Andrew mm. took it away from him last night, and he started flipping out. So, oh yeah, maybe more than anything, that's just like the mind phase. So. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I, uh, a object consonance. It's that like once it's out of sight, it's like it never. You're never gonna get it again, and oh my god, this is the worst thing in the world. How could you do this to me? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Uh, I like even before Thanksgiving being this week. Like last Saturday, so a week ago, was a big thing because it was my parents' fortieth uh, anniversary party. So like there was planning and doing that, and you know, getting the girls and taking them back, and then like I had like. Th- two things to do Monday, the court call for this lawsuit Tuesday. And then that led into Thanksgiving Thursday, which I also on top of the court call had to go get the girls. And now I had to go take them back. And of course, I don't know what it is. And I I almost don't want to talk about it. Like, I'm not going to say anything bad, but like, now that I have been a little bit more complacent with the whole ex-wife situation and the driving, she suddenly thinks we're best friends and wants to call and talk to me all the time. And I don't understand where this comes from. And I am very confused and stressed out by it because I don't want... I, <laughs> like, like, I'm not going to be mean to her. There's no reason to be mean to her. But, like, I'm just like, no, this isn't... This wasn't me being like, I agree with you and we're on good terms. This was just like, I don't want to fight anymore. So we're not. Um, and I just, oh my gosh. Like I, she called me like four times today. Now. What? Yeah. And it's just like any little thing that she thinks to like talk about the kids. Like, hey, did, you know, what do you think about this? What do you like? Uh, I, I even mentioned like she wanted to know a possible Christmas present for the girls. And I was just like, okay, like she doesn't have a text message on that phone. She can't, she can't just text like a normal person. A little bit to my fault on this. When the girls are here, I tend not to answer texts very well because Emery will take the phone and just watch YouTube on it. Even though she can do that on the TV. 
Um, so I kind of have an issue there. I understand why that happens. I just I don't I don't want to be bugged all day. Like I just don't. Um, well, she and you talked, can you can like, put it on uh, extinction. So answer it once every like three to four calls. <laughs> okay. So that way, enough that like she doesn't have to worry that like anything's wrong, but yeah. like not frequently enough that she thinks that you're just like available to talk whenever she fucking feels like it. Right. Um, she also invited me to her friendsgiving, like Thanksgiving with her and her friends. And I was just like, no. That like, sounds like husband think- shit and not your problem. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> that was, that was uh, last Saturday. That was the uh, same day as the big anniversary party. She's like, yeah, when you're done dropping off the kids, you just stay for a while and hang out. And like, sure enough, there was like, you know, a bunch of people there when I dropped off the kids. It's like, I was literally at a formal party for five hours. I'm going home. Like, I'm not hanging out with people right now. I still have an hour and a half of drive home and I haven't eaten dinner. And I didn't say that to her because she was like, no, come in, eat the Thanksgiving stuff. I was like, I will fucking buy McDonald's and eat that instead. And that's what I did. I got McDonald's instead because I can eat that shit while I'm driving. So it has been a weird and stressful week for other reasons, too. Like the court call thing was just... I don't know. I, I didn't know what way it was going to go. It was extreme. I was very stressed out about it towards just before it happened. Cause like I did, I'm getting sued for an account. I don't own technically. I mean, they think I own cause it was stolen identity stuff. But like, so I was like, I can prove to you that I didn't live in that house at the time that it said it was opened from that address. So like literally your documents are conflicting the fact that I didn't live at that house. I'd sold that house two years earlier. So like this account was, fraudulent obviously to me now they were like well so what proof do you have i was like i mean i guess i can dig some things up so that's where i'm at now is i'm like i have like a 30-day period to send stuff off to the prosecutor to prove i was living where i was at the time so (laughs) wonderful so it's been a weird week, <laughs> but that was better than I was, you know, it was better than it could have gone. It could have been like, nope, you got to pay. It's a, the crazy thing is a small amount too. It's like a thousand dollars. And they're saying like, if you pay 800 of it, we're square. And I'm like, I don't want to pay any of it. So we're not, but <sighs> I don't know. Um, Man, Emery is snoring loud on the couch. I don't think it's showing up on the... But it is distracting. Um, so another rambly episode, because you know, I was not able to prepare anything. So, sorry, <laughs> audience. Uh, anything you guys would like to talk about that went on or looking forward to? I mean, we got... It's not this week, but the next week is the Game Awards, which I do want to... You guys don't have to watch it. I'm going to be watching it. I'm definitely... (laughs) But I do want to talk about... There'll there'll be announcements, of course. There'll be, you know, 
I think, interesting things to say about the winners and whatnot. I'll try to see if I can catch it. I've also been watching Invincible Season 2. I saw that was a thing. They're doing a break, though, so be forewarned of that. There are four episodes right now, and then uh, the rest of it's coming in 2024. After the holidays, I believe. Actually, don't know when my 30-day trial ends or has ended. Because that was how I watched the first season. Didn't realize I was doing that just before season two came out. So I might have accidentally screwed myself out of seeing season two for free. Mm. But I'd like to see it. Season one was very good. Have you watched The Boys yet? Mm Mm-mm. Now, I've. The only thing that I have watched that I that I didn't already watch at some point, like having rewatched something, is I finally watched the Flash movie that my dad has been just begging Chance and I to watch. And, you know, the one with the terrible person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Horrible babies. <laughs> Yeah, I see. I don't even know what happened. I just know everyone didn't like him, and to me, it was just general disinterest in the movie. Not really. I think know. he's just had like a public manic episode multiple times. Right. Well, whatever it is, like I'm, I'm okay with separating the art from the artist, at least to an extent. Um, but like, I just didn't have any interest in watching it, so I finally did, and I was just like. Really? I know exactly why he's excited. I know exactly what it is. And I was just like, Dad, you're you're just old. <laughs> like, and I don't even think it's much of a spoiler. Basically, all the different Batman show up at different times that played that Batman. Uh-huh. So you got Michael Keaton. You got um, George Clooney. And you got... Uh, I don't think Christian Bale was ever there, but well, they also have a bunch else. of different Supermans too. They have like the Christopher Reeves, and they have uh, Nicolas Cage, or yes. CGI the, versions the, of them. The the Nick Cage Superman was so funny because I know how much he really wanted to play Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, it's just those cameos that he wants to talk about, and I'm like. Yeah, this is like the most just reference thing. Like they've been doing this for years. Marvel has and DC has. And like, this is exactly what Spider-Man did and you didn't care. So what, why is it different for Batman? Like, <laughs> yeah. Guess cause you like the Batman movies more. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, I did see something cool though today. Uh, in Spider Marvel's Spider Man Two, uh, mm-hmm. obviously the high one of the highlights of the game are the different suits that you can wear. Um, yeah, yeah, they have from uh, Into the Spider Verse, Miles's uh, costume shop Spider Man outfit, and on oh, the, okay, on the back it has like a really tiny tag, and if you zoom in, the tag has words on it that said 
eventually it fits or whatever. The Stanley oh. Stanley quote from the movie. Yeah, the Stanley. So yeah. That's pretty neat. Huh. I I that is the one game I'm sad that I'm missing out on having switched. Uh Eh, I'll watch it at some point. Oh, isn't it eventually going to come on to PC, I think? Maybe. They do a lot of games eventually. Hell, all the Horizon games are on good old games. They're actually on sale right now. Zero Dawn and Journey uh, to the West or whatever. Forbidden West. Yeah. Forbidden West. I still need to get the uh, Burning Shores DLC at some point. And play that. And it's still not showing up. She's acting like she's trying to get up. All right. <laughs> Sorry. She's been doing this every night. She comes down and sleeps on the couch while I'm doing stuff. Um. So yeah. Uh. But I don't have I don't have much else to say. I just it's been a chaotic week, and I don't even know what I'm doing this week. I didn't even think that far. The holidays my, are my, like that. My 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 brain was like Sunday night is the night I take the kids home, and then everything else is just bleh. Oh, I get paid Thursday. That's that's the next thing I know. <laughs> Bills to take care of. That's it. Like. Um okay, so uh I guess we'll we'll cut it off here and uh we'll come back next week and hopefully I'll be a little more organized so we can act have some something to talk about. Well, I think we did okay today. It's a lot of rambling, but and I did wanna I did wanna see how Sasha felt about the Xbox Switch. <laughs> which was okay. It was an okay reaction. It wasn't terrible. Proud of you. <laughs> um and who knows maybe i'll be playing coromon we'll see um so uh thanks everyone for listening uh be sure to follow us uh at hunters up pod on twitter ace is at ace badger gaming uh join our discord we've been a little more active lately actually um not just with happy turkey day posts but also uh pan bringing up Coromon uh, and stuff like that and uh, there was another game that was talked about a little while some Star Wars game it's probably it's probably Moss I didn't I didn't see that as well because I was busy at that time but yeah so be sure to join the discord which is just Hunter's Hub and uh, yeah we'll see you next week <laughs>